Hello everyone, this is Lee the Appraiser for another amazing episode of Amazing Appraising here in our amazing APR 57 gallery in our amazing 57th Street location on amazing New York City. How's everyone doing today? Hope everyone is well. Um, hopefully everybody is trying to get back to normal both uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. Um, got a lot of things going on, a lot of cool things, uh, had a very interesting week. Um, we're going to be talking about some very interesting items. I'll give you in a nutshell, we'll see if we can cover them all. We have, uh, of course, uh, high-end sport watches are in the news, Rolexes are in the news. We have the original watch that was worn by Sean Connery in the original James Bond movie that made that watch and brand an icon for watch collectors around the world. We have that. We have a couple other interesting Sean Connery pieces of memorabilia. We also have a uh, very unusual Patek Philippe pocket watch um, that we just acquired, which is also very rare and unusual. We have a couple pieces of very rare early Tiffany uh, sterling silver that I think dates back 140 years. We have a uh, an unusual photograph taken by a private gentleman on the top of John Lennon's on the uh, the rooftop of his building. I think it was the Dakota. Uh, this was taken, my gosh, probably 40 years ago. Um, we have a uh, signed large black piece of oak tag that was used and signed by the mystery guest in the most popular uh, game show probably in history by a very, very well-known celebrity who they just made a movie of with her and her husband. We have a very, very unusual uh, sculpture by the great artist Erte uh, that we are in the process of discussing and authenticating. And we have a, um, a uh, lithograph of the uh, 500 home run hitters uh, at that time, the, uh, the all living uh, home run hitters that I think this was taken at a uh, show in Las Vegas and signed by all the players. And we got that from the gentleman who arranged the signing and arranged the show that really has an amazing history. So we're gonna start going over these items one by one. I hope everyone had a great week this past week. Uh, again, keep the questions coming. A lot of you have been calling and texting and emailing us and stopping by regarding the number of questions of, of items that you have that you may wanna sell or appraise or you wanna have evaluated and uh, authenticated. So please keep doing that, please coming. And uh, like keep the questions coming, keep the items coming, keep the appraisals coming, and we're happy to comply and give you as much information as we can. We got a call today about a, a gentleman who's a contractor, and I think he said he bought, he found in a house or something, a bunch of six platinum Tiffany spoons from the mid-1800s in a special presentation box. You're supposed to bring them in tomorrow for us to look at them and give them our opinion, which we are happy to do. Um, he thinks they're worth millions. I, uh, based on the description of what I've seen, I wouldn't go that far, but I am happy to look at them and give him uh, my opinion of uh, what they actually are and what they're worth, and hopefully we, uh, 
if everything goes well, we'll be able to report on that uh, situation the, uh, next week. All right. So um, let's see here. We're going to talk first about the uh, James Bond Rolex. So this is the original Rolex. This model is the exact model. It's a reference number, uh, I think it's 60, uh, 6538, I believe. This is the model that uh, James Bond, uh, Sean Connery wore as Agent James Bond in the uh, movie with Dr. No. It's, I think the reference number is 6538. Um, it has a very beautiful, what they call, aged gold style. If you can see the bezel insert, it's supposed to be when it was issued jet black. It's now turning a very light, soft gray. The dial uh, has uh, gold numbers on it, which is quite, uh, gold wording and emblem on it, which is quite rare. Typically, today, they're all in white. This is what they call the gold gilt dial. It has the automatic oyster perpetual movement. It is an overall extremely fine condition. So this is the earliest, uh, one of the, the earliest Submariner, really, that um, uh, he wore in the movie, okay? And Dr. No, he made it famous. The watch had what they call a number of unusual features. In addition to telling time, it had uh, devices that would uh, create a strong magnetic bond. Bond, as in James Bond, and uh, it would be able to have all these properties. I think in one of the early shows, he is tied up, and he's getting, he got himself into a big pickle over there, and they're gonna, there's a machine that's gonna flood him or kill him, and uh, whatever it is, he's able to, um, to turn off the machine from a distance with the magnetic uh, pull of the watch. And so, well, in addition to this watch, we got a clear picture of that, right? Okay, in addition to the watch, we have two other cool things. This is a set of James Bond playing cards. This is the original wax wrapper. For five cents, you would get, I think, five of these cards. And in addition, you would get a stick of gum to give them incentive to buy the cards. <laughs> That's the truth. Kids would rather buy gum than cards. They'd never bought yeah. these cards before. Comes so the they toy. didn't know what they're getting. So for gum, they knew what they were getting. So <laughs> Jimmy and Joey would be able to chew on the gum while they looked at their cards. So that was really an incentive for them to do this. Wow. And they actually say here on the back, if you can read that, you send five of these wrappers and you get a free James Bond badge. That's pretty cool. I wonder if they still honor that. <laughs> huh? It says on the back here, oh, you have to send a self-addressed envelope because they said, you know, we're only giving you the badge. We're not gonna pay at that time. This is 1965. We're not gonna pay the five cents to cover the cost of giving you the badge. We'll give you the badge, no problem, but we're not gonna pay for mailing it to you. So they said you want to send a self-addressed envelope. And it says on the bottom here, offer only good where legal in the continental USA. So if you sent this from a state that where it wasn't legal to redeem <laughs> James's Bond's badge, I don't know what that means. But anyhow, that's the story. <laughs> um, and the contents, 
said it has one slab of bubblegum, not a stick, a slab. Wow, typically I think of a slab as like a big sheet of yeah. cement, but you know, who knows? Anyhow, it had to fit in here. So you get the slab of bubblegum and the picture postcards, and they got the original James Bond waxing. So I figure this is worth something. I've never seen this before, so this has got to be cool. If I don't see it, it's got to be rare. And if you buy the watch, not only will we throw in this wrapper for you, we are going to throw in, let's see what this is. I haven't looked this in a long time. We have here an original uh, credit card receipt, a Visa credit card receipt signed by Sean Connery from Ezra Investments. Interesting. For $96 plus tax. Very cool. So, this is what you're going to get, everyone out there. By the way, we are doing this for everybody. So, uh, this is going to be visible, even though a lot of you, thousands of people are listening to us on the radio on WOR Live. Um, for you that want to see the items we're talking about, you can go to our YouTube channel or just go to Amazing Appraising on YouTube and you will actually see the items that we are actually describing and talking about. And I guess that goes for Spotify too, correct? Is that true? Maybe, maybe not. The videos are only on YouTube. Right. Uh, just catching that. Okay, fine. So the videos are on YouTube. So if you want to... If you miss part of our episode, you can listen to them on Spotify at your convenience at any time, amazing or praising, or you can go to YouTube and you can actually see the items we're talking about. So this is very cool. So the final offer here, guys, we have this very beautiful original vintage Rolex. This is the same model that Sean Connery wore in his first um, uh, James Bond movie, uh, the 007 movie. This is circa 1964. I think the movie was 60, yeah, 62, so it's the same one. And then if you buy the watch, we're going to give you this original wrapper of James Bond cards, and you still have the right, and you mail it in, and you will get a free James Bond 007 badge. And in addition, you are going to get a Visa credit card slip imprinted and signed with Sean Connery's original authentic signature. And as everyone knows, Sean Connery passed, I think, a few years ago. So um, this is a very cool set. So we're going to take in a couple pictures of this. We're going to post it on YouTube, probably Instagram, too, because this makes a nice little setup here. So, by the way, for all of you who want to know just approximate, the watch I would estimate at uh, $40,000. The James Bond uh, clip uh, wax paper thing, I would estimate at one hundred. And I would say his signature, his normal signature, I would say maybe $200 on an authentic document. Remember this, Vic. Whenever there's a document that's called a legal document, so that would include a credit card receipt. You actually have his credit card number here, which is pretty cool. But a credit card receipt, um, a, any legal document, a check, a birth certificate, a... Um, you know, a contract, anything that's legal, meaning that means that it is presumed 
that, and that was a credit card, but, uh, you know, a legal document, too. I mean, it's, it's presumed that he had a show ID, and it's clear that it's his identification, and it's clearly him. So that's one of the best ways to authenticate a autograph, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, you get all this. this. So this I would probably put down at, I would say, probably six, $700 would be my guess, because... Um, I have to do a little more checking. It's interesting. The credit of the imprint, it says Stalinus. So that would, if I had to Google that, my guess is that is the uh, merchant. So if I had to guess, it was probably um, either clothing or he went out to dinner with somebody. Hmm. Um, interesting enough why it says Ezra Investments in red under his name. Uh, not really sure why that's the case. Um, he may have had several cards, and this one he attributed to this uh, Ezra Investment Company. Um, and this was signed in 1982. Okay, so uh, that's that. And, um, oh, just another one here. While we're talking about the Submariner, here is another one here from about 1964, 65. Uh, beautiful. This is called Gold Gilt Dial, also similar, beautiful. This watch here also appraised for about $30,000. Okay, so we're going to take a short break and we're going to be right back after this very brief message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, Oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-00 Lead the appraiser back for another segment of Amazing and Appraising. We were just talking about some very unique James Bond original. These are original period, same design watches he wore in his first movies. In fact, the first movie that he wore. We had actually I had the opportunity of appraising. Uh, I think the very first watch Roger Moore wore in his James Bond uh, movie. Um, I think it was, was it Never Die or Never Say Never, Say Never, something like that. And uh, I guess that was about 1974. And um, that watch we appraised for $1.5 million, and that was 15 years ago. And it's certainly gone up since then, I am sure. So we are going to be talking about, again, if you have any vintage watches, especially uh, better brands, Rolex, Cartier, Patek, Bring them into us, send us pictures. We're happy to appraise them, evaluate them, and tell you what they are worth. And buy them if you wish. Okay, please, gold, silver, coins, Julie. Any Sean Connery memorabilia? Sean Connery memorabilia. Anything unusual about him? Roger Moore, we'd love to buy and appraise these items. Anything about James Bond? Okay? Remember that. Anything about Bond? James Bond. Bring him in, text, call. Let us know. 
We have another watch here, a very beautiful pocket watch. What's unusual about this pocket watch? It's open. Well, it's not completely open, but there's a small opening in the beginning. So a watch that is considered to be completely closed on the top means it has a full case on it. That's called a hunter, and that is used. It was made primarily for people that hunted, so it was strong. It had a cover on the glass to protect them, so it didn't get damaged if they were hunting. You know, it was a very popular sport then, still popular now, but much more then, where people would go and they'd hunt, you know, a lot of times they'd hunt ducks and birds and pheasants and stuff like that. They'd bring their dogs with them. So they were in swampy lands in the Midwest, et cetera, et cetera. So um, they did that, and um, they wanted a watch that would protect the glass. So the watch companies made what was called a hunter watch with the hunter case that protected the glass. This is called a half hunter. So it would be conceivably half the watch is covered, not whole, and you would be able to read the time without opening it. So for the people that wanted to protect it but weren't, um, you know, weren't as concerned about the entire case being damaged, and this watch is made by a company called Patek Philippe, which is one of the great watch companies in the world, the Rolls-Royce of watches, as they say, everything is handmade. Here we have a close-up of the back a close-up of the movement. Um, the back actually says here, if we can read it here, it says January 28th, 1888. Uh, typically that is when it was given as a gift, and it says Patek Philippe at Geneva. So that's very cool. It's got some very lightly worn serial numbers and impressions on it. Um, very interesting here how uh, you know, the dial is signed. So this is called, what's called typically is they count the amount of times the watch is signed. So you have one signing on the dial. You have one signing on the back of the case here, Patek Philippe. And it is going to be understood. Now, a lot of these numbers will match it as well. But even though the back case movement is not signed, it is probably signed in the in interior of the movement. That means in the back of the dial as well. So this is called, probably it's going to be called a triple signed watch. It's an 18 karat uh, yellow gold in overall beautiful condition and really a stunning piece. It's not too big. It's a man size, fairly heavy. Um, and this would appraise for probably between six and $10,000. Okay, uh, 1888 is when it was uh, stamped on the inside, so that's presumably about, it was made around that year as well. So about 100 and close to 140 years old in overall gem mint condition, which makes it attractive and interesting and rare is the fact it's called a half hunter, uh, number one. Number two is that the, it has Roman numbers on the outside so you can actually see the time, and the numbers are hand-painted in blue enamel. And it's a mechanical watch. You wind it, and typically it'll go for several, you know, up to two days typically without winding again. All right, so if you have any pocket watches, even though most people don't wear them, we love to collect them and, and buy them. If you come, certainly if you come across anything rare or unusual, we're happy to appraise them and love to purchase anything rare. Rare Cartier, Patek Philippe, Rolex, any LeCoultre. I love LeCoultre watches, even though they're not all of them very expensive. They were considered to be one of the most creative 
and um, we'll say ingenious watchmakers. And they made, they made, for example, the first watch that flipped over that was called the Reverso that was used by polar play, polo players in, uh, typically in England and Europe to protect the watch also with the same idea to protect the glass you would flip it over. They came up with the first alarm watch. They came up with many, many firsts. They came up with the first, I think, automatic alarm watch. Um, uh, they came up, they may have came up with uh, the first power reserve. I know they made some power reserves in the 40s. So they've made a lot of, uh, a lot of ingenuity in their watches, okay? So, um, we are going to now be talking about a couple other things. We have coming up uh, a very beautiful uh, silver, some silver pieces from Tiffany's, a John Lennon photograph, an Erte sculpture, um, a, uh, a piece from the, one of the most popular um, game shows in history, and a sports 500 home run uh, lithograph. We are going to take a short break and we'll be right back with more of our show. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. This is Lee the Appraiser for another segment of Amazing Appraising. Right before us now, we have a beautiful Tiffany box, a beautiful pink, uh, blue, I'm sorry, blue, light blue box here. Uh, it's, I call it turquoise. Um, we opened it up, and what do we have in here? We have a small little piece of silver with another, how do you like that? And a spoon. So very interesting enough, they both have uh, the same design of uh, like a man sitting down. Um, very cool that it's actually the same design. So uh, I'm going to say this could be used for a couple different things. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is that it would be used for sugar. Would you have a spoon and this little very unusual dish that can be lifted up here? So it could be used for... Um, Again, sugar, uh, salt, probably not so much because salt, you typically use much less salt than you would sugar. So to take a spoonful of salt uh, is not typically the best way uh, or the most convenient way to use uh, salt. So what we have here, it's marked Tiffany & Company Makers Sterling Silver, and there's a number there. Um, my understanding is this number denotes that it was made about 1870s. Really very beautiful. It's got some tarnish. Sometimes we polish these items, sometimes we don't. Um, if we have a client that's interested in them, we tell them we'll polish it for you. 
if you decide you want to purchase it. Some people like the old age and toning, so that is optional for them to keep. And if somebody wants it polished, uh, if they're taking it, we're happy to polish it for them at no additional charge. So um, this is a very, very nice silver. We're going to call this like little bowl. Um, it's probably weighs about, I'm guessing, uh, you know, probably about eight ounces. Um, very beautiful, intricate design on the top here. Again, of a man like leaning back in his rocking chair. Wow. So he's actually smoking a pipe. Good. So it's actually showing him smoking the pipe. And actually, you see the smoke also there. They, they actually put the smoke there, which is so cool. Okay, that's all engraved, and then we have a little piece here that it's not that clear. This one, it looks like he's feeding some birds or a rabbit. There's like, it looks like three little birdies. Very beautiful matching spoon. We're going to call this a sugar bowl or something like that. Anything that you could pass around, uh, people could, uh, on the table, if they wanted to put some other pepper, spices, anything like that. Honey uh, on the table. So a very cool thing. It comes in the original... Um, Tiffany pouches um, that we can see here. Uh, so very, very cool. 140 years old, 150 years old. Um, you know, I would estimate this would retail probably like five or six hundred bucks. Okay, again, you have any. We love sterling silver. We love old silver. We love Judaica, Jewish uh, associated silver. Anything like that. Flatware, tea sets. Um, anything unusual, we appraise it, we buy it, and we'd love to see it. So if you have anything unusual, napkin holders, uh, candlestick holders, we just saw, we appraised uh, these two very big and heavy pair of English candlestick holders. They were probably from the uh, early 1800s. They were from England, and they were made by two different makers, meaning one maker made the base, and the first top up to where the candles go, and then somebody else added a very intricate detail of uh, on top of that. So those we appraised for about $30,000. They weighed a tremendous amount. They weighed, my gosh, they weighed probably close to uh, 15 pounds each. Very, very heavy, solid sterling. And they were quite high. They were probably about 20 inches high. So if you have any unusual sterling pieces, silver pieces that you'd like to sell or appraise, please contact us. We'd love to see them, love to buy them, and love to appraise them. I guess we'll be right back after a very, very short message, and we'll be talking about a couple of the other collectibles uh, that we mentioned earlier. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigat, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even 
even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Welcome back, everyone. It's Lee the Appraiser for another segment of Amazing Appraising from the APR 57 Amazing Gallery at the Amazing 57th Street uh, location here in New York City. So, uh, let's talk about this here. What we have here is an extremely heavy sculpture of a uh, woman here wrapped, appears in a serpent, laying down uh, on her back with her hair flowing, and uh, it is purportedly engraved by the very famous well-known artist Erte. Uh, he purportedly made this. It came from a woman whose, uh, she said, her husband was the friend of um, uh, of the owner of one of the top galleries that Erte sold his stuff through. This is going back probably 30 or 40 years ago. Okay? Um, and uh, I think it was called Dianston Galleries here in the city. And... Um, Anyhow, looking at this, uh, there doesn't appear to be any signature here, but on the reverse, there is some signing on the back, on the bottom, of which uh, we are going to, we haven't had a chance, we just got this in, uh, I think today, so we haven't had a chance really to do any extensive research. There are some initials here, I don't know if you got that but we are going to um, research them, authenticate them. Our uh, initial observation is that this piece sells any for, anywhere, depending on, again, the way they make these pieces are the artist is gonna um, typically make the original mold of the piece, okay, the sculpture. And then he's going to they are going to, uh, it's called a foundry, they are going to, what they do is they make the pieces from the molds. Okay, this appears to be, or feels like it's brass, it looks like it could be brass or copper or bronze. I think this is, uh, this could be bronze actually. So it's very, very heavy. Um, it probably weighs, I'm saying 30 pounds maybe. So, um, the first series of these are always worth the most. Everything is supply and demand. Earlier typically is better. The closest to the original source is going to be in more demand and more value. Um, it has a base here that's sort of black. The top of the woman is sort of bronze, and uh, this sort of looks like it's painted in dark brown. And then there's some gold leaf in her hair. Um, so to me, this looks like one of the earlier editions, okay? Again, I have not had the chance to research it yet, which, was, which we are going to do, and which will hopefully uh, concur and come out with positive results. But um, initially, just a quick glance, 
We have seen these, uh, the valuations on these, depending on, again, first edition, <coughs> limited to a few, later edition, less, and the latest edition, <coughs> considerably less. So they go anywhere from up to uh, $20,000 down to as low as $300. Um, you know, if I had a guess, this might be somewhere in the middle, but we're not going to uh, speculate. We're going to do our proper research and then let we will let everyone know including the um the person that left it with us for evaluation all right so again if you have any sculptures or um, bronzes or uh, anything that you think may have value let us know send us the pictures make appointments bring them in we're happy to appraise them and give you a beautiful evaluation and hopefully a very very high offer Actually, here, I didn't even notice this until just now. While we're here, how do you like this? I did not see this earlier. How do you like that? So it looks like the foundry is called Art Acquisitions. It looks like it was copyrighted in 19, 1984. And this looks like this is a series of 300. And this is number 31 in that series. Oh, the name is called Fine Art Acquisitions. Very cool. So um, we just authenticated it, I believe. So it's a series of 300. So again, I would put it at close to one of the earlier series. Number one or two would be my gut feeling guess. And um, we'll have a follow-up on our YouTube channel and possibly uh, we'll have time to do this on the radio next week and tell everybody what it actually exactly we believe it is and what it is worth. Okay, so again, you have any sculptures, you have any sterling silver, you have any artwork, please let us know, bring them in. We're happy to appraise them, evaluate them, and go from there. Okay, next is, everybody knows the Beatles, they rock. And the number one rocker was John Lennon. Here we have a photograph of... Um, him on top of the roof of could very well be we were told it I it was his uh, building where he lived which was the Dakota to be honest with you looking at this I would have to do a little checking again we uh, we're doing this live on the air so I haven't had a chance now if you look around the buildings you would see they do not look like high-end expensive well-kept properties um, but then again, he is on the top floor in the, uh, you know, in the, on the rooftop. So uh, it's hard to say whether it is or it isn't. I'd have to do a little more research. Um, it's very possible these two buildings could be the World Trade Center. So that would, you know, so um, that's, I think, very possible. So that would be really cool. It would take a little yeah. more research on my part to, to verify that. But, um, okay, but that's a possibility. And, and this... In fact, looks closer to, uh, we'll say, lower Manhattan, uh, these older buildings, than it does on the Upper West Side, but where uh, he lived in the Dakota. But anyhow, so uh, that being said, um, this appears to be a, a photograph, like an original one-of-a-kind photograph. So I'm not sure. I'm just saying what it appears to be. I don't know. I'd have to do, again, a little more research. But again, we bought it as such. If anyone has any photographs of the Beatles, John Lennon in particular, anything unusual, again, it doesn't have to be terribly valuable, but I just like unique and rare. So if you have anything unique and rare, 
of Lennon. Please contact us, let us know. The Beatles, anything unusual where we buy, we collect, we appraise, and we'd love to see it and appraise it and hopefully offer you guys a boatload of money. A boatload. I like that word. Okay? So, again, you have anything, let us know. Interesting how all these musicians are selling their rights to their songs for a boatload of money. I think they had Bruce Springsteen did it. I think, um, I don't know, uh, I think Neil Diamond did it. All these guys, are they're all cashing out. Um, anyhow, we are going to take another short brief message. Oh, by the way, before we say good, or before we take the message, remember please to stick around and listen to my good friend Zeb Brenner, TalkLine Communications. I hear he has a great show coming up. Always interesting, always fascinating guests. Um, really uh, interesting stuff, and uh, he'll keep everybody abreast on also the new things of what's going on, the Jewish holiday Passover coming up. He always talks about that when it's close to the holidays. So we'll be right back after this very brief message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Buccellati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. 212-246-2000. Or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Welcome back, everyone. It's Lee the Appraiser for another segment of Amazing Appraising from APR 57 in the Amazing 57th Street here in the Amazing New York City. How's everyone? Good? Okay. Next, we promise you something special and memorabilia. Well, we have it here. So, this is a signature on a piece of black oak tag. The original was much bigger than this. It was probably, the original piece was probably three by four feet. It was cut down a little, and anyone who knows or has a little trivia or history buff in uh, television, game shows in particular, would remember that I think from 1956 up to about 1990, the most popular game show on TV at that time was What's My Line? And the idea of this show was you would have people come up there and they would have a, they would talk or be uh, interviewed in front of a panel of brilliant journalists and uh, interviewers. Uh, Kitty Carlisle was one certainly, and um, they had a couple. Obviously, there had a couple others, and they were rotating uh, over the course of many, many, many years. And the object of the game was that the guest would come up there, and let's just say you had a. Uh, you know, a petite, young, blonde, young girl who may be 26 years old, and you would have to, or not me, but the, the guest would have to uh, guess her profession. So um, 
you know, looking at her, she, you would think, you know, uh, you know, she might be in advertising, uh, an uh, you know, something along those lines. But it would turn out that she is the chief engineer for the New York City Transit Authority. Like, you would never guess that that person, the way they looked, would be the profession that she actually was. So that was the object of the game. It was pretty interesting. The celebrities would have, uh, the guests would have um, an opportunity to ask them questions and uh, they would be able to continue to ask questions until they got a no answer. So they had to be pretty clever and reserved in their questioning of this person, of the guest, okay? Um, just for argument's sake, it could be the same thing that they would have a, you know, an older distinguished gentleman, he would turn out to be a stewardess on American Airlines, something like that. So that was the game. And then at the end of the game, they would have what would be called, they would call up what's called the mystery guest, meaning that they would blindfold the four um, panelists and they would have a world-known celebrity, whether it was an actor, a sports uh, athlete, or you know, perhaps somebody in politics or uh, the movies, and um, they would blindfold them and the, the, the person, the guest, would come up on stage, sign their name, even though everybody in the audience and on TV knew who they were, as a, uh, just as a general procedure, they would sign their name on this big black oak tag and they would, they would be the celebrity guests and they would disguise their voice and they would try to um, fool the panel and have them, you know, by, by the difference in their voice and the panel would try to, of course, guess who they are and that was the story of the game. So in this case, we had, I think this is the only time Lucille Ball appeared on that show. Of course, Miss Lucille Ball, Miss Lucy, famous for I Love Lucy and a, probably another six, uh, shows of Lucy, six different shows, the Lucy show, this one here, here's Lucy, there's Lucy. And um, I didn't get a chance to see it yet, but they came out, you know, this past year, a number of months ago, the, what was it called? Uh, Being the Ricardos. Being the Ricardos. Okay, so um, a very unusual title for a show yeah. about her. But anyhow, I think Nicole Kidman was... Uh, nominated for an Oscar, or I don't know if she was, but I think she may have been. She was purportedly great in that show. So, um, anyhow, so this is the original signed oak tag from the show Lucy appeared on, which is really cool. So she's in the news, uh, the story, I read a little story about, you know, her history, which I didn't know so much. Before that, it was pretty cool, her and uh, her husband, Ricky Ricardo, um, and anyhow, she was considered one of the best female, you know, acting comedians ever. Uh, really great, very funny, very sharp, very witty. And they say a very brilliant businesswoman. She made, you know, millions and millions of dollars behind the scenes after she retired, you know, operating all the businesses. Um, I think she, I don't know what the decisions were, whether she kept the show, kept the royalties, uh, but she was very, they said, a very, very shrewd businesswoman. And um, anyhow, so this is a one-of-a-kind piece um, and that we received when I, we had some of these for a long time. I actually have uh, one that I'm trying to reach, uh, Mel Brooks, the famous writer, producer, actor. So we have one, actually, that we got in from Anne Bancroft, his uh, beloved wife. 
So if anyone gets the word out to him, tell him we have this. If you want to get him a gift that, like no other, um, we have uh, Anne Bancroft's signature from the original show that she was actually a guest, uh, a celebrity guest on it as well. So um, again, you have anything unusual, rare, collectible, let us see it, let us appraise it, and we would love to make you a great appraisal and offer. Um, anyone else take a quick guess what's probably the second or third longest running show on a uh, game show on TV? I have like two guests. Two guests. Two guesses. Uh, Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy's a good one, but I would have an, I would say one before that. Oh, I don't have anything. The password is graphite. Password. I would say password. It's probably, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, Password <laughs> was a TV show. It was starring Alan Ludden was the, um, what's it called, the MC, the the host of the show, and they had two pan, they had two sets of celebrities. Actually, they had, they had one. They had, well, there were two celebrities on the show, and they would partner with two regular people, mm -hmm. and they would play the game Password. The idea, I can't believe you don't know it, but the idea was that you would get your partner. Your job was to get your partner to say the secret password. I've never heard of this show. Oh, it's a lot of fun. You can buy it, you can buy it at the... I've heard of Alan Ludden. Right, but you could, yeah. and he was married to Betty White, by the oh, way. okay. So, but you can buy the, the game. It's a great game. You can buy it at... Um, Sounds fun. You know, one of these, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, they, you know, the game, the, the stores, yeah. the department stores. And it's, it's, in my opinion, it's much better than Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> and so, you know, you get your partner to say the word, and you can listen to the other partner for... There's a very classic example, one of the great episodes on The Odd Couple. You heard of that show? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Felix and Oscar, so they actually are on an episode of Password. That's the premise uh, of this episode, that they're on the prep. <laughs> on the, um, <laughs> so um, Felix and Oscar are on one team, and then there's another team of two other people. So <laughs> the first password is... Uh, is, you know, they, they whisper the password to, to Felix, and Felix has to give a clue. So <laughs> the password was lead. That was the <laughs> password. So Felix goes, graphite. <laughs> so, of course, Oscar doesn't know what he's talking about, <laughs> and um, they, they lose that round, and the other person says something. Yeah. Okay. And the other person says pencil, I think. Yeah. And they still don't get it. <laughs> so, so um, uh, Felix goes ridiculous. <laughs> and after he goes, you know, he gets it, whatever it was. Okay? Lead or whatever it was. Um, anyhow, so um, that's what we have here, this little ball. So we're going to take another... A short break, and then we will be right back after this brief message. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin, mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sports and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Brigitte, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 
Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices, in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Van Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000. That's 212-246-2000 or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Welcome back, everyone, for another segment of Amazing Appraising, APR 57, Lead the Appraiser. Okay, so what do we have here? We have a piece of sports memorabilia. We have a beautiful um, lithograph print of the 500 home run hitters. This was done in Atlantic City, New Jersey in 1988. Um, I believe there was one before this without Mike Schmidt on it. I think in 87 or 88 he did get the 500 home run, so he was added to this print. This is a uh, painting that was originally drawn by the uh, well-known and beautiful artist Ron Lewis. And um, this is one of the classic collectibles in all of sports and all of baseball of having all of the, uh, I guess, 11 players of the 500 home run club. You have uh, Willie McCovey, Eddie Matthews, Ernie Banks, Mike Schmidt, Henry Aaron, uh, Willie Mays, Mickey Mantle, Reggie Jackson, Harmon Killebrew, Frank Robinson, and Ted Williams. Very cool. So um, this was a great piece. It was signed. Uh, we were discussing this. We have a friend of ours by the name of uh, Mr. Bill, who was actually instrumental in putting this together with Pete Rose. Uh, Pete Rose, uh, a lot of stories about him. Uh, he's still around and still signing quite a bit. So he did this in conjunction with a company called Hit King, I think it was called uh, Hit King Marketing. And, um, and uh, a lot of stories, I'll suffice it to say that. So, but this is one of the classic uh, collectible uh, pieces around the country, uh, in, especially in baseball. You have the five, the, the 11, greatest members of the home run club that were alive at the time that signed this uh, piece in person at the show in Atlantic City. And just a beautiful painting, a beautiful uh, uh, picture of uh, these guys, great, great, great players. Um, these are the old timers that you really learn to love and respect and everything they did, they were nice, they were humble in most cases. Um, and uh, not like some of the guys today, not all, I'm not going to say all of them, but some of them certainly are not in that category. So, um, this is a piece today that if it's nice condition, authenticated, they retail anywhere up to three to $4,000. Um, if you have any, again, sports memorabilia that you want to sell or appraise or similar items like this, uh, let us know. This was, uh, I believe it's hand numbered um, let me just check on that sign there and these are all the original signatures in blue ink um, 
Let's see, I'm going to ask a trivia question here. Does anyone know, any of my audience members know, who has the most home runs by the age of 22? The most home runs by the age of 22. Okay, we'll give you a really nice discount on any watch we have. Um, or we'll give you a uh, just a nice... Uh, a nice looking watch. We'll leave it at that. Your choice. Okay, let us know. Call or text us uh, and let us know what the answer to that question is. Again, the player that has the most home runs or had the most home runs in his career by the age of 22 years old. We will give the answer next week. Uh, you can call us at 917-439-9610. Uh, you can call or text your answers immediately and the first one that gets it will get a special prize okay we'll give a prize to everybody but the first one who gets it gets a special prize okay um and uh okay so um let's see here so if you have any sports memorabilia that you want to sell or appraise please let us know i guess that's it autograph baseballs pictures um signatures bats Anything of value, we're happy to buy and appraise. Um, what else? Uh, let me, I'll give a couple other trivia questions while I'm here. Uh, there's only one player that has 500 hits on four different teams. Only one Major League Baseball player who has 500 hits on four different teams. Okay, and I'll give another one here. There's one player that in... Uh, He's the only player that in a season led the league in home runs and triples the same season. Home runs and triples the same season. Okay, and uh, there's only one pitcher that is in the Hall of Fame. Well, there's a lot of pitchers in the Hall of Fame, but there's only one in the Hall of Fame that I believe has a losing record. Okay, one pitcher in the Hall of Fame that has a losing record. Um, and then this is a friend of mine, uh, his name is Alan, who believes uh, in this question. It's, this is subjective, but we're going to ask our audience anyhow. Okay. Uh, which record in baseball is the most unlikely to ever be broken. Listen carefully. Which record in baseball has the highest probability of never being able to be broken? Now, we're not talking about tied. We're talking about being broken. Okay? We will be happy to... Uh, and if you guys have any questions you want to ask us, please do so. So I want everyone to uh, thank them for listening to our wonderful show. And again, we hope it's inf you find it informative, interesting, uh, enjoyable. If you have anything that you wish to sell or appraise, please contact us. We love to do it. It's our passion. I enjoy it. We've been collecting collectibles for over 40 years. We feel we know as much as anyone uh, on pretty much every topic. Again, we have good common sense, and we've been doing this for a long time, and we typically will praise it right in front of you if necessary. 
All right, so um, stay tuned for uh, Mr. Zeb Brenner's show. And in the meantime, have a great week. Um, stay collectible. <laughs> Enjoy yourself and stay healthy. And we hope to talk to you next week. Thank you very much. Did you know gold and silver prices are at an all-time high? If you have any gold, silver, or platinum coins, bullion, Franklin Mint items, diamonds, jewelry, art, antiques, paintings, French furniture, any Tiffany items, sterling flatware, Judaica, oriental rugs, older baseball cards, sport and entertainment memorabilia, watches, especially better watches such as Rolex, Patek, Philippe, Vacheron, Tiffany, IWC, Cartier, Breguet, Omega, Breitling, Bulgari, just to name a few. APR 57 Gallery will buy them all at the highest cash prices in any condition, even broken. APR 57 Gallery also needs any designer jewelry such as Cartier, Tiffany, Bucciolati, Von Cleef, Harry Winston, and Bulgari. Now is the time to cash out at the world-famous APR 57 Gallery on 57th Street in New York City across from Carnegie Hall. They'll also come to your home and do certified insurance appraisals. So if you have anything of value, call them for a free appraisal and high cash offer at 212-246-2000, 212-246-2000, or toll-free 1-800-772-0054. Four.